That's coffee. I'm Alex. I'm Anthony. This is the College Manifesto. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the College Manifesto. Intro is a little bit different today. Alex is not here with me, unfortunately. I miss the kid right now. But uh, he's actually back in South Florida, and I'm in Los Angeles, California. I think LA's a lot of fun so far. Two, two, three days here so far, so it's not so bad. So, I talked a lot about on the podcast before uh, about the trip to LA. Uh, so I'm here now. Uh, I'm here visiting a good friend of mine, and <laughs> as as I would say, you uh, you guys have heard of him a lot. So to introduce him formally, let's uh, introduce Chris Byrne here. Yeah, I feel like there's such a buildup on who this guy is. I almost want to not talk, but I've already ruined it. Yeah, so. I, I think you've already off to a bad start. <laughs> I'm just a guy who's a guy. <laughs> guys being dudes bros. Being you know. a dude. Dude guys being bros. And we also have Bridget here as well. I have not been talked about. You have not been talked about. <laughs> I, but happy to be here. I, I've recently met Bridget. She's very nice. I really, really enjoy the presence and company. And yoga was fun yesterday. Yeah, yeah we took her to his first Kundalini yoga class. That's right. Kundalini yoga. Kundalini. It's not, most people think it's a pasta. In reality, it's actually yoga. <laughs> so, yeah. Kundalini. Ah. Kundalini. It was... It was very interesting. I woke up this morning. My abs were hurting so much. I, I haven't done group yoga before, so it was my first time doing it. That was first yoga ever? Group yeah. yoga? Yeah. Like oh, in like a nice like setting with, with, with a gong. I've never had a gong before. Yeah, so that wasn't was, that lovely? Oh. That was the best. Those notes. I loved it. Amazing. I want one. Of, where do you buy one of those? Where do you buy a gong? Usually oh. Asian families have a lot of them, but. <laughs> yeah, you can just go door to door. Like gong? Gong? Excuse me, gong? Do you have gong? One moment. Do you have gong or do you have gongs? <laughs> just, just gong. Gong? Gong. One moment. They walk back <laughs> fresh out. <laughs> you know, there was a guy ahead of you that just, that just got one. They took her last. So, But long story short, uh, I'm here in L.A. for a week and uh, here on vacation, uh, being recently graduated. So it's been two weeks now officially that I've been out of college. Oh, wow, so. congrats. Thank you. And yes. here on vacation, and I was really adamant about recording an episode out here, even though it's a little vacation, a little bit of fun, you know, do a little work. And uh, I thought it was interesting to have the two of you on. Uh, I think it's a great conversation starter uh, for being here in LA. You're introducing me to a lot of things. So um, yeah. let's start with both of you. Either of you can go first about who you are, where you're from, your uh, educational background, and we'll go from there. Whoever cool. wants to start. Bridget, ladies first. Um... Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, my name's Bridget. I grew up in Chicago, Illinois. And then I went to college in New York City at Pace University, where I studied theater and I did acting there for a long time. And then I moved to LA like five years ago and completely changed careers. And now I own an online vintage store and sell home decor and do interior design and make fun things all day. <laughs> That's really good. What what was the transition for you um, to go from, obviously from Chicago to New York to LA? What, that was like three big cities. Like how, yeah. what was that mindset? Was that a choice that you did? Like you were like, I need to go to LA? Was that? Yeah. Well, before that, I also lived in Seoul, like South Korea for okay. a year. Oh, wow. Basically, I just like to travel and I like to see the world. But and growing up in Chicago, 
Chicago wasn't very um, interesting to me. I don't even for my really. Yeah, like I always felt like it was sort of stagnant. Well, I loved Chicago when really? I went last year. I, I first time I've ever been to Chicago, and I yeah. just thought it was so much. I don't know. I maybe it's it was just beautiful. a first a first time view. Of course, and Chicago is like an amazing city. It's so beautiful. But once you've like lived, you know, you I grew up there, and I was just like done. And I never wanted to go back. Yeah, it's kind of my whole life. I don't want to go back ever. So then that's why New York was so great because it's just like insane. New York's insane. And to be, I moved there at 17 and I just like fell in love and was like, I saw everything. All year I actually like didn't, the college, the aspect of New York that I was like there for college was sort of confusing to me because I just sort of didn't go. Right, right. I would say like if you're in New York, like why would you go to school, right? I'm paying to go here. Nah, fuck that. I'm not going here. So. My like, parents would they got me like I'd get an unlimited metro pass every month oh, it was like boy. maybe like $70 at the time now I think it's like 130 oh wow kind of crazy but and then I would just travel I would just go all around New York I'm like this is the coolest <laughs> thing ever I can take the train anywhere and so that's all I did like all week I don't need to turn in these assignments it's <laughs> What's, what's, what's an assignment? So. Yeah, I almost failed acting class, which I thought was impossible. Because <laughs> you just have to show up. That's the only thing. <laughs> I didn't show up. <laughs> but I passed. I passed. That's if good. you're worried, I passed. That's good. I think it's very, very noble of you to pass such yeah. a course. Yeah. So, is that... Did you, did you study acting after in New York when you after you I did. Finished? Yeah, I took acting classes. I had this guy DJ Mendel who I really, he was kind of like my mentor, um, and he taught classes really good. And then I also went to the actor or HB Studios with Austin Pendleton. I liked old men <laughs> to be my teachers. If someone was like trying to pursue acting, would you recommend one city over any other one? Well, that's. The thing is now it's like you don't really have to be anywhere because the internet. Mm. So like anyone, if you make a like there's people that become famous from YouTube, making mm. their own series and wherever they live. But I think most of them end up being brought to LA for acting because this is where all of like Maker Studio and like where all of the bigger YouTube channels are based. Mm. And I think New York is always going to be theater. If you want to do theater, that's the best place to be. Yeah. I think you have a better opportunity to collaborate with other creators as well here in L.A. Yeah. If you want to pursue that type of, you know, thing. So it's yeah. a great creative community yeah, here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It seems like it. That's why I came here. Yeah. Well, let's hear a little bit about you, Chris. Yeah. I'm interested to know. I think well, the, wor- the world... Finally, gosh. Finally. Like, <laughs> kids have been talking about this kid. Like, let's hear about it. Well, I came to L.A. I was, I was actually... Just graduated, uh, so I went to FSU for two years, and I took two years off, and in those two years, I, I tried to travel and see as much of the United States as I could. I went to FIU, where I met the famed Anthony Doxis. Is it okay if I say your full, complete name? Yeah, I, I think they know me by now. They know too much. <laughs> I'm in too deep. And uh, so I met Anthony. We... Uh, we met there, and then after I finished at FIU, and it was in China where I decided to move to L.A. Really? And that was the full circle, yeah. Why in China? Oh, well, I mean, first of all, China is so crazy and different, and I love <laughs> that. And I think it was just the fact that I knew... I needed to be somewhere. Um, I needed to be there because I was still pursuing music in China, and as far as like still recording and writing music, 
and I just I would show my friends that I made there but after that there wasn't a lot of people I could be like check this out they right. like, should be like excuse me I don't read this <laughs> right. I don't I don't speak this <laughs> right, right. Um, and so I, I just knew I needed to be in the number one place in the world for that and that's Los Angeles for music so. mm. What and I and I've heard it from the both of you. What do you think? Um, because what you're doing now is different from what you both pursued in school. Am I am I right or wrong? Yeah. Okay. How how is that? Because a lot of us nowadays. Um, I remember, and I, I talked about this a while ago too. Uh, when I was visiting in, I was in uh, Berlin for spring break this past year, and when I was there, we you learn a lot of people that have professions in certain things. They go to school for like a certain type of like mastery and something. Mm-hmm. And so when they ever, they finish school or whatever, they, when they work in an industry, they, they have to work and have that like certification. It's all about your certifications of what you can work in here. You know, in the United States, we have a lot more freedom in terms of, you know, what we go to school for and what we actually pursue outside of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, I guess what I want to ask is like, how have you like come to, pursue something educational-wise, but then have done something completely different? Do you still think you utilize part of, you know, what you've gone to school for into, like, what you do now? How, how is that, like, yeah. how is that formed into your life? Well, I think that as a person who studied any, like, any creative person who studies any sort of create in a creative field, it's sort of, you always are a curious person who's, like, it's going to always ever evolve and change. Yeah. And I think to have to choose something at 18 when you're not even a fully formed, like, human, it's quite <laughs> difficult because, like, you don't know what you're going to like in, like, two days. <laughs> like, And as some people, when you, I think that, like, the whole college system of, like, that you have to decide is sort of silly and probably going to change. I think there are a lot of schools now that, like, it doesn't matter. They just give you, like, a abroad but my school was like you abroad or what's it it was a liberal arts liberal yeah arts, I still have to say. take like all of the prerequisites and all right, of that right. yeah. um, and I really like psychology as well I was like I think I could I would have totally gone into that field too yeah that's what I started as really yeah what did you graduate with sociology sociology yeah what were you planning to do with that oh well honestly um, I do think everybody should have like a liberal arts background yeah like it doesn't have to be sociology but I thought sociology was something that everybody should be learning about right it's Um, interesting so I consider myself an every man yeah (laughs) I'm just a guy just so I wanted to know what the guy should know the guy yeah I love sociology or when you're studying like the human patterns of yeah, movement like how and we got to be here, right? Which some people just literally they don't know, and they only know, you know, math, and it's like it's you're in for a rude awakening. But math also is a study of how we got to be here in ways. Yeah. What? Yeah, I agree. Numbers. But what? <laughs> True. It has to do with there everything. Was, there was one there person, was one, and there was two. There was two. And the rest is history. And you guys know the rest. Yeah. All the way up to 8 billion. I think we're at 8 billion now. Yeah, something like that. I wonder what number is going to come after that. 9 billion. Maybe not. <laughs> Don't spoil it. Sorry, guys. We, we do spoil here. But, uh, usually we warn, but uh, if, if I don't, it's it's kind of a... Uh, 
I'll try my best. But yeah, because I always find that interesting. People always ha- have to make that decision to say, like, I'm going to pursue this as, right. a, as a professional career. And then when it's all said and done, you, you transition. I know there's internships and there's things that you can do to kind of, like, hone in on what you want. Mm-hmm. But it's, it, it's so, like you kind of like sign your death certificate when you do that because like this is what I, I commit to and yeah sometimes and you know I've had a lot of friends that have pursued a certain degree and they've they've gone so far or it's like if I backtrack now and change it to something else I'm spending more time more money yeah. it's more like I just need to leave with a piece of paper and regardless of whatever it says on it I'm just gonna make it work from there which is yeah. so awful can I know. you say like I know, that's the not- worst it's tough it's tough to see I don't know. Maybe stuff like, like that will change. Great that so many more people are going to college, but it's also a little bit creepy how it's like how it's funded. Let's just yeah. put that out there. Yeah. <laughs> and how people literally can't they they basically go to school to be in debt to the government for the rest mm-hmm. of their lives, yeah. which is like kind of messed up when you're not even getting like a job out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least not guaranteed right away. It's right. Not, it's not like a, a yeah. sealed deal. As opposed to, like, if it was an apprenticeship, right. you probably would get a job out of it because right. you're working for a company that will need you. And, and like, they'll see that you can do what they need you to do. Yeah. yeah. And, like, then form a relationship with you. Like, our professors were great. I formed great relationships. But they have they helped me find jobs? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Same. I'm like, gosh, I know. I'm, like, really cool with this professor. I'm going places. And no. I'm like, wait a second. Next one. Hey, you remember me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I can't. Like, no. Like, I have a billion students again this year. Again? <laughs> Every year I have a billion and year one of those. It's like what makes you special kind yeah. of thing. I had a I had a professor when I transferred because I used to go to FIU, mm-hmm. same school as Chris mm-hmm. did, and then I transferred to UCF. Uh, when I did that, my first semester it was spring 2015. I remember I took uh, it was like an intro to marketing class. Never taken a class of like marketing in my life, and I had this professor. And in that class, there was about like maybe almost 1,500 students, like in what? a lecture thing. Yeah, it's a, wow. It's a, yeah. I never heard of that. <laughs> it's it's big. I thought 300 was the most. No, it's like a thousand. We have like thousand plus students. We have we're the largest university in That's the. Same. In the country. So. What was it like a, in the stadium? No, no. In the classroom. <laughs> Inside the classroom, you could fit like 250. What happens is it's what's called, uh, and, and what we call it at UCF, it's called lecture capture. What that means is it's recorded, so you can watch it at home, oh, watch it for a later time, or be live in the class. So I made it a point for that first semester with that professor right. to be at every single class. Because you can sit at home and lay in bed and watch it and take wow. notes or... You can do whatever you like huh. in the big classes where every you know business student has right. to take. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of them, so uh, there was about fifteen hundred students, and I made it a point you know to go to class every day that there was, and by the end of it, that professor would know me by name. Mm-hmm. And she and I left that whole semester, and she knew me by name. Even with that many students, it was like it was a goal of mine to to leave there and say like, hey, like you know me by name. And I think it, it really just comes down to your uh, your uh, tenacity <laughs> to. To do it right, and then yeah. and then, I just thought of this, but there's also this school. I think it's start started here in America or somewhere in the West Coast. I don't know enough to find it or to help anybody else find it, but they the way the semesters are broken up, kind of like the the way your that class was, where you can see it online. Yeah, it was really interesting because every your four years, each year you spend in a different country, so. One, the first one's in like, you know, somewhere in California, I think. And then the second or third or fourth is an entirely new place. And you still have the same professors and some, some new ones. 
and it's all virtual, but it gives you this like worldly experience that Wait, it's all virtual. It's all virtual. But are you, why are you going to different countries then? You go. It's like your dorm room is the only place that moves. And then you just go online and see your so professors. Because I guess yeah. you get like the cultural experience yeah. there of and you being there, and then so, so important. It's good to be cultured. Even though you don't get a degree per se, you're still getting the knowledge and like the. And I think that's what it's coming down to now, because there's a lot more companies that are advocating for working at home, and you um, can do things like right from your computer. So if you have the knowledge and expertise, and however you choose to find that out, you could still be an asset to someone, not have to have a. $50,000 piece of paper in debt just to show that, hey, I'm proficient in this. Yeah. So I feel like it's an ever-evolving thing. The things that we learn nowadays, there's so many nuances and technology is backing so much that it's not just this, like, said degree. It's like, you know, do you know how to, like, if you're going to pursue marketing, for example, okay, do you know how to use, like, Adobe Creative Suite? You know, mm-hmm. that's not usually in the realm of your marketing degree. That's, like, an external thing that you can choose to learn. Right. So there's a lot of that that's available to people. Yeah. So even if they don't choose to go yeah. to college. The whole credits thing, I think, needs a revamp. What right? do you mean? What do you mean? I don't know. Three? Every <laughs> class? Where did they come up with that? With and three? like you need a thousand? Like, let's change that. Why three? <laughs> it's not like, like, wait, isn't it 120? Like, for I took ba- one class and I get three coins? Like, to talk a little bit about uh, college is starting tomorrow for mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of students. Monday. Yeah. Uh, so... There's a lot of, I don't know if you remember your first day of college or like a first day of a semester of like a, a renewal in a sense. Mm. Oh my gosh, yeah. What do you hope. like? What Full is, of hope. If yeah. you were, um, if you were back to your first like first first day of college, what is like something you would tell yourself? I can't remember my. Fir- the only thing I remember about my first week is um, I always was like so organized. Like I would like, <laughs> like. Yeah. Like this is gonna be great. I'm gonna like be get all A's and everything's gonna be great. And then like I love that. Yeah, but it, like I lost it. It'd it's be like true. after a month by October, I'd be like. Pfft. Well, that was fun. It's funny you say that. I actually had in our in our last episode. I said there's this like sweet spot, like in the three and a half to four week mark, where all of these like oh I'm gonna like make right. an agenda and do all this. That's when it starts failing out yes. because you stop right. forgetting to like write in your assignments. Right. Yes. You start taking on these other hobbies and not showing up to <laughs> yeah. class so because true. you understand yeah. the professor. You've already had like a first exam. Yeah. So like there's a lot of these things that you go through, and there's like that sweet spot time. So yeah. it's yeah. a very it's interesting time. It's such a great way to get to know yourself. Yeah. And I think. Benjamin Franklin says, like, every day write down the list of items you want to accomplish, mm-hmm. and then at the end of the day, see see how you did, yeah. and be honest with yourself, because a lot of people will tend to kind of make these to-do lists, and then they'll stop doing it, thinking, oh, I just didn't accomplish all of it, so yeah. I'm going to stop making the list, but in reality, you need to have that awareness. From that you, yeah, what you want to do and what you don't want to do. Yeah. It's important. Exactly. I think it's important to have yeah, because college is college is new every year, and I, I think every every new semester is like it's like a refresher. You hit that refresh button, and it gives you an opportunity to really like you know go in at it. Like I'm gonna all A's. Right. Yeah. I have like a lot of questions that I want to ask, and there's like a very like limited time, but because um, you're hungry. Well, because I'm hungry. <laughs> no, not because I'm hungry. But um, there was you you asked it yesterday, or you said it like it just brought it back to my attention like if you were 18 years old like Mm -hmm. the whole like if you were 18 years old and you could tell yourself one thing what would be that one thing Mm -hmm. uh life goes on (laughs) beyond college it's not like it really doesn't 
College isn't as important as yeah, everyone they make makes it, it out to be. Yeah, your professors are like, this is a very important class. It's like, in a, in a way it is, and, yeah. but in a way it's the least important. Figuring out what interests you and like yeah. who, and the people I made friends with in college are still like some of my closest friends yeah. now. Yeah. And and sometimes that's not the case. Like I would say, yeah. in I I kind of hung around groups that I wanted to. I'll be honest. I wanted to seem like I was doing the college thing, like mm-hmm. going to like these parties with kegs. Like if I saw a keg, I was like, all right, this is I'm getting the college experience. And now looking back, I realize how silly that is because if it's just a tin can, right? Right. Filled with beer, like. <laughs> And I put so much like, oh man, it's cool as this keg. It's so, like full of pe- all that's beer. But exactly, it's like I, I put so much of importance on that. Like what I've been conditioned our whole lives, my whole life, with thinking that this is what you're supposed to experience. When in reality, I should have been, you know, playing on a piano with like a bunch of friends that like to do that. You know, but you did what you had to do. There's no should have. Yeah. No, just... yeah, of course. I wouldn't change it necessarily, but I would say to anybody out there, if you ha- like just you know, follow your gut of what you like to do with yeah. your time. Yeah. And college is that that's what what's great about it. It's the first time you're on your own. You're yeah. still in sort of a structured environment, which is nice cuz if you were just completely thrown into the real world, I don't yeah. know how well a lot of people would do at that age. <laughs> But, like, when you do have free time, yeah, like, maybe don't spend it watching Netflix all the time. I think mm-hmm. I didn't have Netflix at the time when I was in college, but I would say get out there and, like, go try new things. Like, yeah. go go to a club meeting, go to this. Because the, the most important thing about college is, like, the people that you're around. Because you're not... Life after that, you're not always around all these people that you have free time with. It's just yeah. not the reality. Mm-hmm. And so really take advantage. That's what I would tell myself, like take advantage of the people and the time. And if the people aren't serving you and what you think your purpose is, and if you you know what that is, great. If not, just ask yourself if the people you spend your time with are helping you be a better person and you're helping them. Yeah. It's yeah. got to be a, a, something that, I don't know. When I recollect and I think about college, you know, I, I remember my professors and things like that, but what I really what I really remember and marvel at are the experiences that I've had and, and that I've made. And I think that's why people gravitate so much towards college because it's it's an environment, like a structured environment mm-hmm. where you have like these boundaries of like the things that you need to do, but then there's a little bit of gray area for you to create those shared experiences. And Yeah. Oh, I really enjoy that. That's what it's about. Because school now, it's like you can learn online. It's so easy. Anything you want to know is there. So really, school is only about connecting with others. Like, that's what it is. Because it's so... The best thing about humans are, like, what, what, how your molecules react when you're around another human is completely different than any other human you're around. Like, your, your chemistry... So that's what's cool about college is that it's bringing you with like tons of different people from all over the country, all Mm -hmm. over the world that you would never have met from your like living in your childhood home. Yeah, I sound like a sociology major. I know. Yeah. I want to take a class from you. Thanks. (laughs) As you pull your degree out and rip it up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I didn't take molecules of people. It is interesting though. Like rip them from people? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you could. It's tough to say. I want to say that what Bridget just mentioned bears repeating. 
which is like who you connect with just be very conscious of that yeah and how your body feels around certain people because your feelings really do tell you so much more than your mind than your mind yeah as we learned in yoga class yeah we did and when you, because I was like, I was like the people who like make me a little nervous. I'm like, why am I nervous I know, around these I know. people? And you're like, gosh, you're so interesting. You can make me nervous. Yeah, like, what is I this know feeling? Why. I gotta hang out with you every day I to find be, out why. And then you're like, wow, I wasted yeah. so much time being nervous <laughs> for no reason. For no reason at all. Nothing at all. Yeah, so yeah, you don't. Be, be, don't be afraid to be around the people that you want to be around. That yeah. You gravitate towards. And people. like, just be aware of your feelings too. Like, yeah. oh. Mm, I feel that. <laughs> it's fun. Oh, look at this new feeling. <laughs> Trust your gut. Because you're going to feel new things in college. Like, 18 is, like, a big feeling time. Mm-hmm. So many things. So many feels. You probably just want to have sex all the time because that's <laughs> also a reality. And do that. Do that. <laughs> Try things out. Yeah, but be, be safe. safe. <laughs> Said at the same time. Oh, wow. Good. Safety first. Safety first. <laughs> uh, Don't yeah. try this at home, kids. <laughs> yeah. But it was funny because my college, I was always so mature. Like, not even mature in a way that I was like, oh, she's so... I just was never, like, attracted to anyone who was my age when I was 18. Like, and anyone who went to my school, basically. So I'd always, like, meet people outside of school. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of, like, outside friends. Yeah. <laughs> that weren't in my school. Yeah. <laughs> like, city people. So you can always do that too. Yeah, you don't feel like where you are is the cage. Mm-hmm. Like, I think a lot of people feel that their surroundings and their, where they, they live in the dorm and where they live, you know, where they go to class every day, that that's where they need to be. But mm-hmm. in reality, take time, try to make time to and make it a point to go outside of the yeah. little bubble. Totally. Yeah, some people, like, never left the dorm. Like, the yeah. dorm was attached to the school, like, for at least for freshman year. It was very odd. But, like, people would never leave. And I'm like, you knew you could see those people that didn't yeah. leave. And you're like, there's Sounds a good. whole world outside there. A whole new world. Yeah. yeah. And some people get really depressed the first year. And that's, I know it's difficult for a lot of people to leave home for the first time. And they feel isolated and alone. And that's real. Yeah. But I wasn't one of them. But I <laughs> did know some. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't have that too much. I have a lot of, like, I wasn't too far away from home. I was, like, maybe um, an hour from home. And that's, so it wasn't I so was bad. always, I was, was jealous of those people. Yeah. Could, like, I'm just going to go home and do laundry. Right. I'm like, what? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> did your parents come visit a lot? They didn't, actually. Um, Not a nice. lot. Not too much. Sometimes they did. But I, I usually I would visit home, but I'm yeah. very, like, me being an only child, I'm, like, very independent. So, like, I can kind of, like, keep away and, like, still be all right. Every once in a while, like, every couple of months, I'd, like, eh, I'll spend a weekend. But nothing more than that. Nothing more than, like, a weekend. Right. Yeah, you need the separation. Right. Now that I'm, like, back home, that's, like, a whole, that's a whole new uh, thing. Oh, you're living home again. I'm back at home. So, like, I'm trying, it, it's weird, because I was, I, I left the nest when I was 18, and now I'm soon to be 23, and it's, like. Yeah. It's, like so different now I'm much older but then back home it's it's like a complete like role yeah, reversal totally so and you're like am I supposed to be friends with you parents yeah. now <laughs> like are, are we, we cool friends? like is this because you're kind of still telling me what to do yeah I don't <laughs> yeah and if I have to like pay rent and stuff too I'm like ah you know 
<laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people that make their kids pay rent. I think that makes sense because you're yeah. gonna have to do that at some point. Yeah, like I mean, I pay a lot, it. a lot, a lot less. I maybe throw like shell a couple hundred a month for them. It's not yeah. like yeah. it's not the whole fact that like oh you need to like pay rent because we can. It's more like the sense of, the sense of like responsibility and contribution. Yeah, and contribution. Oh so. man, if I didn't, I never like moved back home, and I'm like the amount of money I've spent on rent is absolutely yeah. insane. And I like the the advantage of my good friend Kate Schulte who she's a teacher she teaches Kate Schulte Sherman Meyer (laughs) she went to Marquette University which is like kind it's like a good a big school in Wisconsin and she moved home for like a whole year but was working and like you save it's really practical to set you up for life that's that's what I that's what I'm doing right now people are like looking at me so weird I'm like no no. it it makes sense like and I don't think people look at people weird anymore but I think it's getting to the point where it's like yeah that's that's something that a lot of people do there was a time in when I think like yeah where it's like if you moved back home like there was something wrong yeah you're pathetic like Like, uh like you just left increasingly it's actually smart yeah it's so smart I wish I could never have done. I couldn't have done that. But I, there's give and take with everything. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah you get to live at home and like not have to pay as much rent or whatever. But right. you know, what are you sacrificing on the other end? It's like, oh, you know, you're you're under your parents' roof or X Y Z. But I think it's actually sort of a lovely thing too because the support you have that like support for that year. It's really hard. I remember 23 to 20 after college was like really difficult, especially like my mom. I think I remember really not knowing. I knew I wanted to do acting and I was like pursuing it fully, but I was also like had to have a full-time job. Like I was a waitress at this bar restaurant and worked so much. And um, it would have been nice to have like more just family support, I think during that time. Mm -hmm. Cause I felt sort of just like, what is this? Am I doing it right? Is this, is this like gonna, is this leading anywhere? But you know, Chris took me so Chris took me to Goodwill yesterday. So now Goodwill Outlet. Goodwill Outlet. Which is so, very different oh than normal Goodwill because I'm pretty sure this is like Goodwill's like dad or like It's their Vegas. It's their Goodwill. Vegas. There's yeah. no clocks, there's no windows. The bins come out on a schedule and everyone yeah. goes crazy. So just just to like paint a picture here, so when you normally go to Goodwill, like you'll see things on shelves and you pick it up and it's 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 very casual. So, it's more of like a shopping experience. It's a shopping experience. So what I experienced yesterday was out of this world. I don't think he warned me for it. So we, we first we walk in there and there's like it's like a big warehouse. There's no windows. There's no nothing. There's just there's bins. There's like large bins that are lined on up on wheels, like down rows. And you sift through the stuff to find it. So we were doing that for a while. It was pretty calm. Like everyone was just in their own thing, wearing gloves, wearing like these face masks. And I go in there. With you don't them. need gloves or face masks. I know. Those are the those are the crazies. So. So, and I walk in, and I guess there was, like, a point where they brought, like, these fresh bins out, and, like, I had no idea. So, I guess there's this whole, um, like, common courtesy thing where you need to wait for all these bins to line up. I have never seen people frenzy over bins. It's like if I took a fish and, like, hung it over in the Amazon for a piranha to eat. It was, like, piranhas. You would think think it was, like, they were carrying bins of the new iPhone 8 out. It was, like, this brand new iPhone that no one's seen before. Everyone's... So you don't know what's in the bin. You don't. But <laughs> but the funny thing, and you were telling me about the books the, yesterday oh too. Oh so it's insanity. I and I asked the guy, we're in line, and I remember I was like, what are you gonna do with all those books? 
He goes, what did he say? Eat them. <laughs> he said he's eat like, them. He's like, read them, eat them. I don't know, feed them. <laughs> feed <laughs> but them it's like kids. No, people sell them. I realize what it is. Amazon, if you just send them books, they create a whole inventory for you, and then they ship them and everything. Oh, right, I think right, these right. people are creating, like, Amazon. I think they're I Amazon think booksellers. Because right. where else? I mean, he had a huge cart full yeah, of books. The way he was crazily throwing the books <laughs> Into this bin made me think that he's making money off of it. <laughs> he would hope so. <laughs> because he finds some sort of value. Like what? Yeah. This is the thing, though. Chris should have prepared you. I, you I if I had gone I with did. you, no. I, I, there's I like a few there things you can say. Well, he, he, crazy. Okay, he let me. Well, well that is like I'm. That's very like eh, okay. I don't I don't really know what that means. If you were to say like Anthony, like I'm I'm just warning you. Anthony, like if you if you if you prefaced it in such a way where it was like, listen, you've never seen something like this before. Yeah, well, he's just a casual guy. He's not gonna make it. More. I feel like you you really undersell what what is going on there because it is literally. It's madness. I, I, I I've never experienced a good, it in my life. a good visual that I was telling Bridget the other day is. Everyone's seen an image of like a crab at the bottom of the sea, like picking out the algae, like mm-hmm. like in a, in a yeah. craze. It's the human version of that. We're the bottom feeders. It's the bottom feeders of America. BF. Oh, a. And you never know where the pearl is, but there's pearls. I found stuff there's there that pearls. I've sold for like, I don't maybe six hundred dollars. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I found found some good stuff yesterday. Yeah, Anthony found some stuff. Anthony what? was so reluctant in the beginning. He's like, "Get me!" His face was like, "Get me!" I get out it. Here. It's creepy. And then, and then towards the end, he was like, you "Get into this it." This bag is nice. This is a nice bag. I got this. I got this. I, like this I got this bag. Nike duffel bag that's like oh, really nice. It's, like, it's in it's in your car. But yeah. It's really nice. I thought that was. Yeah. Would you go back? I would go back, oh, but nice. but here's the thing. I am now prepared to know what I'm what yeah. I'm in for. It's like you right. have to know what you're in for. Yeah. Maybe sometimes it's better not to know what you're in for and just go there because I I didn't know I had no idea. So yeah, it was interesting uh, though. That was that was that a goodwill. really. Can we get some sponsorship goodwill? <laughs> yeah, goodwill. We're gonna we're gonna plug I you think, on this one. I think I've spent literally maybe thirty thousand dollars at goodwill. No, maybe more though. Right. Yeah, that's a big number. That's a Which, lot of money. It's great because it's just going to actually they are for profit though. That's the yeah, weird yeah. part. Yeah, I know. Salvation Army's not. Yeah, they're, but they're just hate gays, so we oh, can't. They do? Well, they have they're Christian based, and they had mm. some like. Sh- I still go there, but they do have some like, because religion. Whenever religion's involved, yeah, something weird's Chick-fil-A. gonna happen. Do we eat the chicken? It's delicious. You want it on Sundays, though. I I'll tell you what, <laughs> you mentioned Chick Fil A, and it's on a Sunday. Like, I know. It's not it's open, literally right? Sunday right now. We can't have Chick Fil A. Yeah, it's like Lassen's too. It's you know your brain we knows. We need to unite everybody. <laughs> Called it. That's what it's gonna be, and you're gonna line up outside. <laughs> they had this. It was a funny thing. I think it was on like an April Fool's thing or whatever. Like Chick Fil A was like, oh yeah, you know we're open on Mother's Day, and Mother's Day like landed on a Sunday. Whatever. <laughs> it's always on a Sunday. I know, I know, but they had yeah. to like make it a point. Like, hey, you know, it's Mother's Day, so we're having this special here. I think it was a gag, but I think some oh. people believed it. Are they closed? All, all what if it was just volunteers on Sunday? It's on. It's on Sunday. We just so. get a bunch oh. of volunteers, get in there, make us some chicken. People that that know how to do it. That aren't Christian. That aren't and, Christian. And, work and, on and they make it for homeless people too. Who knows? I think, you, make it I think you burn when you walk in the door. So. <laughs> yeah. The holy water's not on you. Never yet. actually ate there. You've never had Chick Fil A. No, I'm not a big fast food person. Oh, yeah, but it's just like never had taco. What other stuff? Taco Bell I've had like once when I was a kid. 
Yeah, well, you need to go back. They're starting to do some real good work. <laughs> I refuse to I have that poison in me. <laughs> in and out was good, though. Like, in and out oh, right. man. So you had, you had the... I want to try the in and out burger. I need to do it. We, yeah. We so ate, we ate everything. You yeah. should go to, we should go to in and out Yeah. Yeah. Future LA visitors, if you go to in and out you get everything animal style, mm-hmm. and you get the fries well done. Well done was... And actually, I'm pretty sure he even corrected me. He was like, you want the fries well and I was like, dang, that's cool. That's well. well, not well done. Well. Well. Be it's well. Like wellness fr- fries. Those are like the crunchiest, so. crispy fries, though. <laughs> wellness oh fries. Right? For your wellness. For your, they were good. For they were your really brain, good. Not for your body. Well, yeah. We'll see for your mind to so. feel well. <laughs> and on that note, it has been a pleasure. Thank you so Aww. much for. Oh, <laughs> we just think you're love the sweetest. You. Anthony, you are Appreciate one of the guys that I love the most. And what do you guys think? What do you guys think in the Audience. big crowd? I think the crowd's going wild. Oh, hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey. Oh, it's getting out of control. Oh, now it's hanging on the microphone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to they're gonna quiet down. Quiet down, guys. Quiet down. You know you love Anthony. All right. All right, guys. All right, well, audience members. <laughs> well, I appreciate it so much. Thank you for taking the time. Oh. And, uh... Let's enjoy the rest of L.A. We're going to go get something to eat very soon because I am hungry. Um, He's starving. I am. Uh, Make sure to tune in next week. Uh, We'll have Alex back on. I will be back in Orlando recording. And uh, have a great first week, guys. Yeah. Enjoy college. 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 This is college. This is college. This is. The College Manifesto. Bitches. (laughs) And we're signing off.